Hey guys, I'm back. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I don't know why I'm repeating stuff twice. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of Sip with Joy. It is a show about a girl, her wine, and her feelings. And I am that girl. I am your host, Joy M. Hutton, lover of food and wine. I'm also a serial entrepreneur. And speaking of wine, today I am drinking a Chardonnay, which is actually not one of my favorite white wines, but, you know, I have to educate you guys on different wines, so I am drinking a Chardonnay today, and this is actually from France, so you know where to find out more about this wine on Sip With Joy Instagram, at Sip With Joy, and uh, you'll find out more about this on the Sip of the Day. All right, so we're going to get into it, and I got to take my sip. Come on in, guys. All right, I know it's the playoffs, and y'all are like, really, Joy? It's 7 o'clock. I'm trying to watch the game. But you can always catch the replay of Sip With Joy if you must watch the playoffs. Hey, Jess Lee. So, okay, today's topic is finding joy in the face of adversity. And this topic hits close to home for me because I feel like I've overcome so many things, and we all have, and I've definitely wanted to give up sometimes, like just throw just throw the whole body away, just throw it all away. So I've definitely wanted to give up sometimes, and, you know, people see me out or you know, and, and they ask, how do you do it? How do you smile through all that you've been through? I just posted that on my Instagram today. And it's like, you know, you see me smiling. Um, but I, but the reality is I don't, I, I, I don't just always smile through all that I've been through. I go through stuff just like, just like the next person. I, I may be rolling on the floor one day, crying, cussing, cussing folks out. Well, I may not be cussing folks out. I might cuss folks out in my in my head (laughs) but I try to give people a little grace out here but yeah it's just you know I have bad days too I really do I have good days and I have bad days and you know people think they see me smiling in a picture or they see me out and I'm smiling and they think that you know oh my god you just look like everything's going well so glad you're doing well and I guess that's all we have to go off of is social media and if you see someone, you know, smiling, you you just automatically assume that they're okay. But the reality is that person might just be slowly dying inside. They may just be enjoying their last days. You just never know what people are going through. And so, you know, people ask me how I manage things or how I have managed the the most difficult times. So I want to share that with you all today because if you've been, you know, rocking with me since the beginning, sip with joy, I've shared a lot of personal things with you all. And that's what this show is about for me because there are a lot of things that people just simply don't talk about, even in their own friend circles. So I, you know, share my most vulnerable parts with you all because, hey, it might help you. So I, and and it's helping me as well by talking about certain things because this is like my own therapy session. (laughs) I still got a therapist though. So one thing I've learned is that we have the power to choose 
how we respond to these challenges. And I saw a quote that said, it's not what happens to you, but how you react to it. And that's so true. You know, how do you grow or how do you learn from a situation? How do you see the light at the end of the tunnel? You know, because I know when you're going through it, it's hard to see the the good side of a situation. You know, people are like, well, you got to find the good and all this stuff. But you're not you don't see that when you're going through it and you don't really want to see it when you're going through it either. Thank you so much, Jessely. So, yeah, you know, um, I so, you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm not going to sit up here and say, oh, I don't feel down because I do. But you don't want to let negative feelings consume you. That's the difference. And so I just remember, you know, when I was going through my early grieving days, you know, my therapist would tell me that, like, feel what you want to feel, but don't let it consume you because it will eat you alive and you'll end up in a very, very dark place. And I felt myself going into that dark place, but I also had to realize, okay, Joy, my sister, you know, she would want me to continue doing my thing, to continue showing up and, you know, sharing her light. So I had to, I had to, I had to snap out of it. Some days it's hard though. So, you know, I definitely still struggle with finding joy, pun intended, in difficult times, but I'm getting better at it because I do practice gratitude. I've talked to you guys about that. I practice gratitude every day. And so focusing on what I'm grateful for shifts my attention away from my problems and towards the good things in my life. And and let's be clear. That doesn't mean that I'm ignoring those problems, okay? But rather putting them in perspective and making an effort to find hope in whatever that is. Are you trying to drink my wine? Sit down. Gigi is over here moving about. You see her? She, she's my co-host for today. So I have a whole morning ritual that I do. You know, I talked about gratitude before I get before I even get out of the bed to center myself. So before I even put my feet on the ground, I have day I do my daily affirmation. I have my prayer. I do my gratitude exercises. I breathe and I meditate. And then I check my horoscopes too, because I gotta see what's going out here, going on out here. Because clearly there's a Mercury retrograde and that ish is real, okay, y'all? Because technology has been doing the fool for for a minute. And I'm like, I don't have time for this, but the the retrograde is the Mercury retrograde, she's still in microbraids, okay? And I think she needs her edges oiled up a little bit because she out here tripping. Hey, LC. Yes, it definitely ebbs and flows. Absolutely. So, and people will tell you, you know, they'll tell you stay positive, but that's not always going to be the case when you literally feel like you're fighting for your life. I mean, you know, and I, I've shared this with you all too, like the things that people say, especially, you know, when you're going through a hard time, like, oh, things will get better. You know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Things that you really don't want to hear at the moment, you want to be like, shut the F up, because I really don't want to hear that right now. But you try to, you know, you just try to be a good servant, you know, 
of the Lord and and not go off on people. But you don't really want to hear those things when you're going through something. And grief, especially when people, oh, he or she is in a better place. I don't want to hear that. Do I feel like they're in a better place? No. I want them right here with me. So it's so again, you know, being positive, especially when you're having those moments, feel what you feel. It's okay not to be positive all the time. I just don't feel like that's realistic. And people who live in that fan, I well, I shouldn't say people are living in the fantasy if they are always a positive person. I just think everyone has their bad days. But I do try to, I shared this with you all before, channel negative thoughts with, or not channel, counter positive, what am I saying, y'all? Counter negative thoughts with positive thoughts because, again, you don't want it to consume you. So I work really, really hard to, you know, counter those bad thoughts so that I can show up in the best way for myself and for others. Yes, or they give you a scripture. Right. It's like, come on now. Now, I believe in God, but I don't want to hear that right now. Me and God have our own conversations, you know, so get up off me. (laughs) So... What has helped me is having a solid support system, my friends, select group of uh, uh, my my parents, select group of friends. And honestly, like I said, this podcast, because I have an outlet to share things that I'm going through, because when I have gone through different situations, I didn't necessarily always have people to talk to. So I'm that BFF in y'all head, okay, telling you what other people may not share with you and being honest with you about my experiences because the shit is real, you know. So I just feel like why not? You know, I don't have anything to lose by sharing my truth because if I can help someone else with what they're going through, then I feel like I've done my part. So, um, you know, and then – you know, I, I can't I can't do it alone. I cannot do this life alone as much as you want to isolate yourself because I definitely did in early in my grief um early in my grief season, I isolated myself. But I needed to, you know, and so part of finding joy for me was it, it did require me to go inward because I needed to reflect, I needed to heal. And I also needed to figure out what do I really want and need. And that's not just with a grief, but just personally, professionally. Because when you when you go through a traumatic event, whether it's losing a job and you're having to recover financially, you really do have to go through some things. And you have to pick yourself up. It knocks you off. It knocks your confidence down. And you have to rebuild that confidence because of all the things that you're going through. And so I definitely, like, when I went through my divorce, I had to rebuild my confidence because I was like, how did this happen? I feel like I'm a good judge of character. I I feel like, you know, I'm, I did the right things in terms of trying to save my marriage. And you go through an ebb and flow of emotions in terms of, you know, anger and sadness and hurt and shame and all these things. And you literally have to pick yourself up again. And I was running a business when I went through my divorce. So it's like all of that, like the financial loss and, you know, everybody's like, I will restore. And I'm like, I know he will, but when, you know, and so I was very anxious about getting my life back to where I wanted it. And it took a lot. And I I lost friends through the process as well. And I know that's one of the questions that came up, up later, which I'll address 
But I did. I lost friends because, you know, married friends felt like they couldn't hang out with me anymore because they were single because I was single. And I'm like, really? So I I have gone through some (laughs) some things, y'all. And so but I wouldn't you know, I wouldn't say I, I don't regret going through any of those situations because they made me who I am today. It's painful going through those experiences, but again, it's shaped who I am today. So, um, you know, I think we just have to really step back and figure out what we need in those moments. And part of it is just being honest with yourself because, you know, in my, like I said, my grief season, I need to take some time to step back. Even in my divorce, like, I didn't want to be out. I didn't want, I didn't want to talk to people. And that people felt like they needed an explanation. And it got to a point where I was like, yeah, we, we got a divorce. I don't owe you an explanation, you know, I, because I don't. Because what are you going to do? And what would you do when I was married and having, having problems? Nothing. You know, the very people that want to, the very same people that want to know why you got a divorce would be the very same people turning their back on you when you call them for help when you're married. So it's like, miss me, witty. you're just asking me because you're nosy, not because you actually care. So I had to, I, I figured that out real quick as well in terms of people, you know, just wanting information. And then it, the same thing with, you know, with my sister passing, I thought it was very, you know, when people ask you how, how somebody passed, it's like you're making me real, relive that moment for my loved one. And it's very painful for me, very painful for me to sit up here and say how that person passed. So I just challenge people to just think about, you know, when they're de- when when you are dealing with someone who has gone through grief or even yourself, like don't feel like you owe anybody an explanation. Like people are like, "Oh, how did she pass?" She passed. That's 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 all you need to know. Why do you need to know? And so I think, you know, I I was talking to someone about this and they were saying, you know, a lot of the times when people ask, it's because they are facing their own fears about death. And so it's like, well, if that could happen to her or him, then maybe that can happen to me. But I just feel like it's very, it's, it's very sensitive in, in nature when people ask that question. It's very invasive. So I just, people, we, we got to learn, even though we're not really taught to deal with grief, we really have to start learning how to deal with grief and and being sensitive to people um, and their needs. Jess Lee said, you know who your true friends are with you when you're at your lowest. Absolutely. Oh, yes. (laughs) Woo. Yeah. I, I, my circle of friends is very, very small now. So, um, I'm going to go to the, what the sip, and then I'm going to get to these questions. So the what the sip, y'all, Tiger Woods, <laughs> ex-girlfriend, I don't know if you all heard that he he kicked her, he kicked her out of the home when they broke up. And now she is seeking $30 million. And she's also claiming to be uh that he sexually harassed her. You know, I just, you know, a lot of the times it's like, do you know what you're getting yourself into with some of these people? Like, do they want to be with you for the wrong reasons? Because, listen, some of these women out here are going straight to the bank. It's like, oh, oh, you want to kick me out? There needs to be some agreements in place. You know, Lori Harvey got people signing NDAs and it's probably some other clauses built into that stuff, too. And it's just like, 
how are we protecting ourselves? And if he did sexually harass her, like, why, Tiger? You got too much to lose. And then this woman, like, it's just, we put ourselves in positions as well. Like, if you constantly allow yourself to be abused in different ways, whether that's sexually abused, mentally, physically, and, you know, sometimes, you know, you're in dangerous situations and you can't get out. So that's a whole other, that's a whole other situation. But it's just, you know, now she's suing this man for $30 million and saying that she was sexually harassed, but she never said anything about that before. So it's just it's just a lot. Like, it's we, we just got to be careful out here, y'all. Okay, men, y'all got to be careful. Women, we got to be careful and protect yourselves because you never know what type of situation you're in. And I always worry about that as well, just in dating. Like, are you going to go out there and say something crazy about me? Because I can't be out here like that. Don't I, I might need to have people start signing NDAs. <laughs> uh, hey, mommy. Elsie uh, says, sorry, I don't feel bad for him at all. I don't feel bad for Tiger at all. But it's still just like, what what are we what are we doing out here? Like, what is going on out here in the Americas? <laughs> uh, Mom said she knew what she was getting into. She hooked up with Tiger shortly after he split with his wife, right? And he was already just not healed and 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 going through all these things. Okay, so questions, and if you all have questions for me, as always, drop them in the chat. I am, like, burning up, y'all. Okay, so first question, did you ever do a grief group when your sister passed? And the answer is no. So for me, the best way for me to deal with grief was talking to my therapist and also dealing with it by myself, you know, being in a gr grief group for me was just not the setting I needed. I don't even like people like that, y'all, because I'm an introvert. So to be in a group and talking about grief, no, just take me out of there. <laughs> that was not the setting for me. And I had a lot of people trying to push me to do that. And I was like, I know myself and I know that's just not what I needed at that time. And so you have to know what's best for you when you're going through a particular situation, whether it's, again, it may not be a loss of a family member, but it's also just any, any traumatic event. Uh, and so I touched on this earlier, but did you lose a lot of friends when going through grief? Yeah, and I lost a lot of friends going through my divorce too, and that's also a form of grief. But as um, I think it was just Lee said earlier, like you know who your true friends are when you're going through something. What I have found is, like, people will say their condolences and, you know, what have you, and then they go about their, their lives, which, hey, it's fine because it's not their life. I, I can't expect someone to show up in the way that I would. And that's the other thing, too. Like, a lot of the times we take things personally because we know how we would show up for somebody. For somebody. But my dad says this all the time, like, everybody's not going to act like you, Joy, and you have to stop expecting people to show up like you would. So that's one thing I really had to come to grips with because I'm like, well, I would, I would do this. And even in my grief, y'all, I was still showing up for friends. Still, happy birthday. And, um, you know, asking people how they were doing. Still showing up when I was heavy in my grief season, but that's just who I am, you know, and, and people are the, are, are quick to say 
how, oh, you've changed and you, yeah, I have, you know, I went through a very rough patch in my life, like, and still going through it. So people will project their own issues and insecurities onto you when you're going through something because they don't know how to handle it. You know, and there are a lot of people who, because they suppress things going on in their life, they expect you to do the same thing. And that's just not me. I'm very open and honest about things that I've gone through. And I'm, I'm unapologetic about that. So yeah, the answer to that question is absolutely. I lost um, a lot of friends, but I'm grateful for, for that being revealed to me because everybody is just simply not going to show up in the way that you want them to. And some, some people are just not capable or some people just, just don't want to, they want to avoid the, the hard conversations and that's fine because I don't need you in my life. All right. Okay, and then the last question, how do you deal with living your life so publicly? You know, honestly, I don't think I really live my life super publicly. I mean, outside of me doing this podcast, nobody knows what the hell I'm doing. (laughs) They don't know who I'm dating. They know nothing, and I choose to keep it that way. And I I always joke and I say, but it's really not a joke. If I ever get married again, I'm I'm going to do an Issa Rae on y'all. Y'all just going to just pop out married, pop out pregnant, and y'all going to see the back of the head of this man (laughs) that's just what's going to happen. I'm a pretty private person. And even though I chose to like go on a show or whatever, that was very public. I still live my life in reality um, very privately. And I don't think you have to be out there showing everything to the public. You know, it's just, it's just not for everybody. So I live my life very privately and I choose to do that because I don't want everybody all up in my business because, you know, why? Kudos to people who want everybody in their business, but that's just not me. And so um, so I guess it's not really me dealing with it. I mean, it was tough for me when I had to live a, a tragedy out publicly because I got a lot of messages and I just could not handle it. And I know it was because people wanted to show their concern for me but it really was hard, and I'm like, I, I just don't have the capacity to respond to everyone because I am still very much grieving and dealing with dealing with a, a passing, a loss very publicly. So, so that part, I would say, was the hardest because, you know, and I think also, too, when you are on a show, people think they know you. <laughs> and, you know, I'll see people in public, they're like, oh, girl, how's your family? And I'm like, do I know you? And so they're like, oh, no, I watched you on the show. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, okay. But it's, so it's, you know, it's fun to meet people. But, yeah, there are definitely elements of my life that I choose to keep private. And so it's like, you see me in the streets with somebody, you see me. But it's not on social media, you know. So I hope that answers your question. And those are all the questions I got. I didn't see no questions in the chat. Y'all just listening today, I see. So um, I will leave you guys with a task, and that is think about a difficult situation that you're, feel, you're, you're facing right now and ask yourself, how can I find joy in this moment? 
And it may be hard for you to get to that point, and it's okay. You may not see that moment. You may not see that joy today. You can see Sib with joy, but you may not see that moment today. But just challenge yourself to think about how you can see the the greater good. I know for me, when I went through my divorce, I, and when I look back, I'm like, well, I wouldn't be this joy I am today if I didn't go through that divorce. I, I escaped, you know. There are a lot of things, that a lot of lessons that I learned and a lot of things that I learned about myself when going through that divorce. And then even with my sister's passing, it's just like, I, you know, for me, I still feel her presence. And I just, it pushes me even harder to just show up and and just make sure I'm I'm living in my purpose. And so that pushes me and anything else. If I, you know, there were friendships that were lost, I'm like, well that that person was in my life when I needed them to be. And so now it's moving on. It's a new chapter. And there are sometimes where maybe you feel like you can rekindle that friendship, but um or not. So just challenge yourself to think about how you can find joy in a difficult situation. All right, guys. And I will see you back here next Monday. We were supposed to have a guest today, but things did not align. So we will have her on next season because she's really amazing. So things got lost in translation. So we will have her on next season. Two more episodes of this season. I know. Don't be sad. So I'll see you guys back here next week. It'll be me. And then the season finale will have another special guest. So I'll see you guys later. Thank you for tuning in. 